1: down and filthy but the discipline is hard point. school myself made my own dojo a cold flow with the whole dose of soul maintain composure even in fury and anomaly properties undiscernible to mere peasants
0: used this week on the pizza planner here. show we talked to Janet she's 27 years old just hustled to uh, save for emergency fund they just moved into a house they've got a lot of free cash flow they want to know what to do next. Seems like some overachievers really uh, hustling on a lot of things. She joined us now. Hello, Janet. Hi, how are you? I'm, uh, I'm great. How are you? Did I, are you an overachiever? It seems like you, you, uh, you're doing a great job. I
2: don't think I'm an overachiever, but I like to
0: budget. <laughs> you know who says that? Overachievers. <laughs> um, okay, so tell us about your situation. How old are you? We said you're 27. You're married. You have kids. Like, tell us what's going on.
2: Okay, Um so I'm 27. I got married uh, 11 months ago, so about a year ago, and we were both living in one bedroom apartments, so we had kind of minimal savings. So once we did get married, we really worked hard to uh, build our emergency funds and save for a down payment, and we're very focused on that. And now we've done both those things, and we're kind of at a point where we have this extra money and we don't know what to put it towards like if we should up our retirement savings or if we should have a bigger emergency fund or just kind of where we should put all the
0: different well let's
2: what places for
0: the yeah sure well let's look at your numbers uh frank can you p- pop those up for me there we go uh your annual income as a household is one hundred and eleven thousand five hundred bucks How's that break down for the two of you
2: um my husband makes sixty thousand five hundred and I just got a raise
0: and I make $51,000. Awesome. Your net monthly income is $6,100. you have got $53,000 and change saved for the long-term retirement. $1,000 or so a month going towards that. And then your current savings account balance, your current emergency fund is 11500 bucks. Yeah. I would assume that that is, um, again, your emergency fund left over after you made your down payment on your home, right? So that's great. How were you guys able to uh, not only save for down payment on home, but get this emergency fund? I got to assume it's because um, you you lived pretty lean uh, on the incomes you had?
2: Yeah, I mean, we definitely tried to live off just my husband's income and save all of mine. And we rented a cheap house in the meantime and made
0: it work. Any children involved in this situation? No. Any dogs or cats? We
2: have two cats and
0: a dog. Oh my gosh. (laughs) <laughs> Sounds, don't tell me their names because then you know they would need fake names we start giving people's pets fake names and then the show gets out of control um all right so if if you self-evaluate your short-term stability your long-term stability and your mid-term stability uh where, where do you put yourself like do you think you're stable for the short term yeah i definitely feel
2: stable um yeah do you think you're st- but, but we could be
0: doing more <laughs> well that you know who says that overachievers uh, who uh, what was your major in college now I need to know I
2: was nonprofit management
0: nonprofit management is that the field mm-hmm. you're in yes well that worked out like an overachiever <laughs> um, what is your long like long-term stability what do you think about putting thousand dollars a month away you've got fifty some thousand away do you, do you feel stable from the long-term perspective
2: um, yeah, we were talking about this last night. Like, we don't necessarily have some big dream of retiring really early, so um, I'm not trying to, you know, like, retire by 35, so I feel good about how much we're putting away. I just, I think we do want to have kids in the near-ish future, so I just don't always know that we'll be able to put as much away, so I don't know if we should, like, front-load it. Yeah,
0: that's that's super interesting. Do you think one uh, one parent will stay home with the child? Do you think, like, do you, I know that's... That's like the not only the million-dollar question, but it's also a really difficult one to try to predict. Do you, do you have a plan for that?
2: Um, not sure, but I think I'd also like to right now set it up so that we have that flexibility if we decided we want to do that. But obviously, we don't know at this moment.
0: <laughs> so you let's look at your million-dollar day. Nicole, if you would pop that up for us. Your million-dollar day right now, Janet, is uh, May 30th of 2039 may 30th of 2039 so basically like what 21 years from this month right Uh, not too shabby just before the age of 50 now the crazy thing is you will um at retirement at age 67 at this current pace doing nothing else other than exactly what you're doing now you'll have 5.1 million dollars at age 67 eleven thousand eight hundred and seventy dollars a month of income but after inflation that will feel like four thousand four hundred and twenty one dollars a month in, in today's dollars so how do how do those numbers strike you
2: um, that's more than i thought
0: it would be actually <laughs> yeah it's not bad. here's the if i'm you um, here's how i would try to evaluate that you you have a take-home pay of whatever you said six thousand something um, mm-hmm. But we just said that you, your equivalent after inflation would be like $4,400. So you kind of have to say, would we want to live on the equivalent of $4,400 today in retirement? Mind you, you know you obviously have the potential of Social Security at that point in time too. And you are probably going to invest more over time as time goes on, as your incomes go up. I mean, that all seems pretty darn stable, if you ask me. Okay. Like, I'm happy with it.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay, so now the question becomes, what midterm goals and aspirations do you have that could use some money and use some attention? So you just bought a house, so that's... Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not going to be the people that are like, okay, well, this is our first house, but we're moving in two more years. Like, you're, you're there for a little while, right? Yeah. Okay, how long do you think you're there? I, I don't want to put ideas in your head there, but are you staying for a while? Yeah, um, we have
2: three bedrooms, so we feel like we could stay there at least. 10 years sure i don't think it'll be a forever forever house but we definitely plan to stay there at least seven or 10 years i'd say
0: anybody going back to school or anything like that the people that currently Uh, live there i don't
2: think so
0: um you don't want like a second house i mean nothing it might you want to start a business any of these things like it doesn't seem like there's a lot going in the midterm so right kind of boring midterm and that's a good thing
2: yeah yeah
0: Honestly. <laughs> you actually kind of want a boring midterm. Gonna be honest, it's the midterm that gets expensive and messes you up. So, um, all right. So, are you putting anything else in your savings account on a monthly basis right now, or is it sort of topped out eleven five? And, and where's that extra money going right now? If, if you're not putting it towards savings.
2: Well, I mean, honestly, this came at a good time because we just kind of got to that point. Like, we bought the house in February and had been putting that money in up until then. And then just with the news and everything, we honestly didn't save any money the last two months. Right. It's been so crazy. So, um, like, this is our first month with a mortgage. And we, do, we have been putting in 1500 a month. But I, that's kind of my question is, do I keep putting that in emergency or where do I
0: put that? Yeah, this is super interesting. Super, super interesting. Okay. Um, are you What's the, the, the retirement contributions? Are they going into employer-sponsored plans or any of them going into Roth IRAs or anything like that?
2: Well that's what, yeah they're, they're both going to 403 three
0: Bs right now, so okay. like nothing in an IRA. Hmm. Interesting. you've got one car loan at 315 bucks a month. it's got four years mm-hmm. left on it. Um, and then there's the, there's a health question that we're going to get to, but I think it's important. Um, a health insurance question. you have an HRA um, mm-hmm. and your husband has a PPO or you've got a, you've got a health reimbursement account, not an HSA, right? And then um, your husband potentially could switch to a high deductible health insurance plan through his employer, save him about three grand a year. But he's nervous about leaving a PPO, which most people are. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how's his health? Weird question of the day.
2: Um, his health is good. He's thirty. He, I'm like a very I don't use the doctor pretty much ever. I go for my yearly checkup. I'm a very low user. He's probably a little bit more of a user than me but he doesn't have like any medical issues he's just a little more likely to go to the doctor
0: if he's not feeling well he's a he's a wuss of a man and when he gets a cold he can't work for two (laughs) weeks oh i i i know people like that well i mean here's the thing the younger and healthier you are uh and the more you are proactive with your health the more a a high deductible health care plan makes sense like if you've got a lot of family history if you've got a chronic condition and you're currently using a lot of medical care uh, you know, an HDHP can still make sense, but it, it's a little bit more of a stretch. If he's a good healthcare consumer, and by the way, I don't mean consumes a lot of healthcare, but one that is sensitive about the amount of healthcare he uses and he's proactive, I would absolutely switch to uh, an H a uh, high deductible health uh, care plan with an HSA attached to it, because then you're going to get a tax deduction. You're going to get um, all sorts of things. You get to keep the money. I would definitely do that. Okay. I mean, this might not change his mind, uh, but that's what I, I would do. He likes
2: to hear things from
0: experts, so it might help. Well, you know what? We should call one after this. No, okay, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> here's what I think. I think you got a couple options. Like, how much a month are we talking about that we, if you're saying, hey, Pete, this is the amount of money we can do something with to address our financial priorities on a monthly basis. What is it? How much?
2: Um, it's around
0: $2,000. $2,000 a month. Mm -hmm. the pressure. Okay, here's what I would do. Here's what I would do. I would max out Roth IRAs. Okay. Okay. So, oh, that was a fun sound. I didn't know what that was. Um, I would max out Roth IRAs a month, which is $458, $458 per person, uh, per, per month. Um, because not only will that help with retirement, it'll give you tax-free income in retirement, but if you needed to, you could always use that money for college education as well. So it's a, it's a great sort of multi-purpose savings instrument right now, plus it gives you tax um, status diversity in retirement. So I, I like that idea. Um, and then the question is, what do you do with the other 1200 bucks? Because the last thing you wanna do is to become dependent uh, you know, by growing your lifestyle of that other $1,200. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of this because you just got a raise too, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Man, this is interesting. I mean, the, the, the world is your oyster right now. This is an amazing situation. You kind of can't do wrong in, in, unless you start taking on all sorts of obligations. What's your gut feeling tell you guys to do? Um, well,
2: I definitely felt like I wanted to put more in retirement. I also kind of have like an
0: irrational hate of the car loan oh my is it is it his car loan yeah <laughs> i knew it oh my gosh it's like <laughs> i've done this for 20 years um that's hilarious um what's the interest rate on it do you have it to know it is
2: um 3.64
0: oh, yeah. percent hmm. i mean look you could pay it off fast. You got four years left. So what's he owe, like 14000 15000 on it? Yeah,
2: 15000
0: I mean, I don't know if I'd aggressively pay it off. You could double your payment. I, I don't know if I would consider that aggressive, given the $2,000 to throw at it. Um, okay. I think you could stand, be- especially if you think of... Oh, gosh, I have all sorts of loaded questions for you today. Do you think? Oh my! I'm I'm getting nervous about this question I'm asking you. Do you think it's possible that your family begins to grow within the next five years?
2: Well,
0: we'll year? Well, yeah. I don't mean you bring another person into the marriage. That's a little creepy. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
2: no. Yeah, yeah. We'll definitely have kids in the next.
0: Five okay. Years. I was trying to be discreet, Janet. <laughs> Sorry. Then you made it creepy. <laughs> uh, okay. So if that's the case, you said yes. Mm-hmm. I would consider increasing your your emergency fund so okay. because i think if you're going to take any time off of work you've got to pay for the cost of the pregnancy and the delivery and all of that it wouldn't kill you to have another 10 grand or so set aside prior to having a child okay for for time off and and just kids stuff so here's how i look at this situation i would absolutely max out your roth iras i would both get a roth ira and max them out that's basically 900 dollars a month you got 1100 okay. to, to go. I would double your payment to the car payment. So that's another 300 So that gives you 800 And then I would save $800 a month, which basically saves 10 dollars over the course of a year. Okay. That's exactly what I would do. And I would also, I mean, if, if we're just changing everything around, I would switch his health care plan. Um, again, as long as there's no chronic conditions, um, I would change it to a high-deductible health care plan and then contribute that extra three grand into an HSA. Okay. Man, I feel like we tackled so much today, <laughs> and it was such a short period of time. What else? Like, ask me anything. This, I'm on a roll. I'm on fire.
2: Okay. I guess. Well, I, it's kind of the same question as the car payment, but at any point, should we? Like, we have a 30-year mortgage, which I know how you feel about that, but should we ever? any point try to make higher payments on that
0: should we just you can round it out? yeah you can round up if you want what's the interest rate uh 4.3 i mean it's okay I, I don't know i i feel like i don't know i i not right now at least not until you get another 10 grand in savings but after you know next year if you want to switch that 800 to your mortgage have at it um but then again, maybe if you let's say you have a baby a year from now, maybe that $800 a month goes to start a college fund. Let's say you have a baby two years from now. Um, then maybe you put money towards a house and then it switches to the college fund. You, you just need sort of this flexibility, you know, that, that comes mm-hmm. with these decisions. The other thing is you want to make sure that I, I like a singular focus. I like to focus on one thing at a time because otherwise it can feel overwhelming. But the way your situation's set up because you're overachievers, um, this all this is a really nice, nice little situation. Is he as financially astute as you? Yeah, I
2: think money is like our number one uh, thing that we get
0: along on. What do you not get along on? The Avengers. Uh, oh, we both
2: like the Avengers. Oh.
0: <laughs> yeah, don't, don't yeah don't di- don't on, disclose <laughs> don't disclose what you don't get along with. You're newlyweds. It's not good to go on on public media, and say what you disagree with. Um, what else anything else do you guys have a will yeah do you have life insurance what do you got going on there
2: <laughs> well that's another question is so um my husband's life insurance is for eighty thousand and 80 thousand like, yeah 80 thousand what <laughs> just, dollars 80 thousand dollars yeah
0: what? well don't let that guy die
2: <laughs> and i think i don't even i honestly i think i have life insurance through work i don't even know
0: Oh my god! So I gosh. guess my question is, how much
2: insurance we should have because we don't
0: have any, really. Janet, this just went so far downhill. <laughs> At eighty thousand bucks, like that guy, should, is he in a bubble? He should be a bubble boy if he's got eighty thousand dollars of life. He can't die. Don't let him leave the house. I mean, it's weird, right? Because you don't want so little that like, oh my, everything goes downhill if that dude dies. Uh, yeah. Or. You don't want so much that you're like, hey, man, why don't you take up rock climbing? You know, <laughs> you know, you can't take it that other way. I don't know. I mean, he probably needs a, you probably both need a half million dollars each. I would get a 20-year term policy, half million each. You probably get a joint term. It might cost you maybe 50 bucks a month. Okay. And, and you got to do it through an, a separate insurance agent. Forget your group plans. Whoever has your property and casual, have you guys combined auto and home? Of course you have, because you have a home, right? So it's all together, right? Mm -hmm. Just call that person. I want a 20-year term policy on both of us, half million each. It costs you like 55 bucks or something like that. Okay. $80,000. Get out of here with that. It's crazy. (laughs) Yell at him when he gets home. Nothing like me starting a fight amongst newlyweds. Wouldn't be the first time. Um,
2: he, he wants you to know he has a call in to up it, but he didn't save her how
0: much yeah okay uh and then what um what life what, you don't have a will i mean there's no way you have a will no no
2: we don't
0: so look i mean you probably need one but but at this point i wouldn't put a ton of money into that you will you will definitely want to do it before having kids if it makes you feel better go to League like, legal zoom or something like that i don't you know an online situation in which you can pay 75 bucks and get something really at this point, two young people it's really it's an it's actually an awful thing i'm going to talk about you don't have to react to it but it's essentially if someone gets majorly injured or incapacitated it's like who can make decisions for that person that's what legal work matters for two young people with no kids like your money is going to go to the other person that that's not the issue it's who can make decisions about me if I can't make decisions for myself? That, that's, that's what I would be concerned with.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah, that's fun, isn't it?
2: Yeah.
0: I'm a good time. That's why I never get invited to parties, Janet. <laughs> the thing is, I'm, you know, I've become this introvert off the air. Some people don't believe me. Like, I, don't, I, don't, I talk so much, like keynoting things, and I don't want to talk when I'm not working. So I guess that's why I don't get invited to parties. Have you ever been to a silent disco? Have you heard of these sorts of parties?
2: Um, no, I've been to something kind of similar
0: and it was really weird. It, we're, we're headphones and everyone's listening to music yeah. the same music sometimes. Sometimes it's different and you're dancing and no one's talking in my estimation, perfect party. Cause you don't have to talk to anybody and you have a good time you can have some drink, you know? That's true. Uh, anything else you can answer? Because again, like I said, this, is, this might be the best show we've ever done. Oh, that's
2: I listened to a different one today, and I felt like I was doing a really bad job.
0: So really, um, are you doing yeah, great? I
2: seven-year-old on your show, and she had way more money in retirement
0: than I did. How old was she? Twenty-seven. Yeah. I think you said seven. I was like, I did a seven-year-old oh, no. on my show. <laughs> That's creepy too. Um, No, I think you're doing fine. I think you're. The way I view this is, you've got a very flexible situation. Um, You know, if you self self evaluation is super important. Short-term stability, absolutely. Long-term stability, yes. Especially given that you're going to put more away than you currently are, and it's still okay. Mm -hmm. Midterm, there's just no issue. So that's why I think you take this $2,000 a month, and you almost front-load the midterm with the Roth IRAs, with the 10K for the kids, and get rid of the car payment. Like, I I love your situation. I would have loved to have had this situation at 27.
2: Well, my mom will be proud.
0: Well, she might be, unless she dislikes me. (laughs) um okay that's good i'm done if you're done
2: yeah i'm good thank you
0: all right go play with your cats and the dog give them equal love because you know at this okay. point in time i'm not really to ready to ruin this episode by calling you a cat lady or anything like that or anything derogative so i'm not going to do it okay all right thank you for calling thanks all right. all right that's it this week uh, for the pete the planner show that felt pretty good nicole can you kill that mic Can you... there we go nervous because you never know we kill someone's mic when i say goodbye to them but what we don't want them to be like like god that sucked <laughs> right we don't want them to say that when we think we hung up on them so that's why we kill the mic nicole how was that that was pretty good right that
1: was a pretty good one
0: i don't know what's happening do you like the part where i said are you gonna bring someone into your marriage i <laughs> <That> was really <laughs> unsightly
2: sometimes i'm glad that they can't hear me
0: oh my gosh you know hey uh just so you know, if you're listening to this show right now, you may notice some show, uh, some changes to the podcast in the coming weeks. Exciting stuff to come. Stay tuned. If you have questions, you can always email us. AskPete at PeteThePlanner.com. That's AskPete at PeteThePlanner.com. Pete Pete some changes to come, my friends. That's it for this week. Go um, do, do something else. If you want to be on this podcast and
1: have Pete fix your money, like, then hit us up at Pete. The- Planner dot com the slash podcast. podcast. You heard me. Pizza planner dot com podcast. slash podcast. L- Log
0: on. This is for. Information purposes only is not the swiss ventral planning the flights. Consult a ventil divisor.
1: Release from Everest, the fresh is fresh, and you can call me ET word to John Tesh. Let me bless this harmonic presentation. It's amazing, so amazing. I'm the reason. Salutations! I bring you love, try and greetings from a away land. I am the soul controller. Put the remote down and let me take control. You're now a part of my zone, so enjoy yourself. Love, try can restore your health. I bring you greetings, uh, salutations. How you doing? And is that how y'all say it? The tinkling of the keys is an homage to the little little star I sojourn over poetic descriptions of sound to travel to my other world out of this world spaceship on my arm took me home filled by the ink and the megabytes, and the hypertext transfer protocol, stronger than the Skynet and the Terminator, I push faders into warp speed, glide with ease, creating a breeze, they call a black hole, event horizon, no rear view concerns, this I, adjourn, this I adjourn, and beats I, I burn, this I adjourn, it beats I burn, this I adjourn, this I, adjourn, this I, adjourn. I, I burn, burn. I burns Salutations! I bring you love, try and greetings from my away land. I am the sole controller. Put the remote down and let me take control. You're now a part of my zone, so enjoy yourself. Love, try can restore your health. I bring you greetings, uh, salutations. How you doing? And is that how y'all say it?